If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And Shira, I just have to tell something. I guess something off my chest. I am very happy to be here. I am excited to be here with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. You know, the house is quiet. Yes. My mother's watching the children today, yes. so very happy about that. I got went to the gym this morning. So far, it has been a very productive day. Yeah, Shire, you know, you going to the gym this morning inspired me to make sure I got my workout in today. So thank you. I know. I saw on Instagram. You know, you know, you got to post the gains. Uh, you know, <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, uh, working out has been good. Um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm really inspired to see you going going to the gym working with the personal trainer so i'm trying to do my little home exercise thing and i'm excited because i'm getting my punching bag in tomorrow so i'm gonna be you know get my get my spar on you know so i'm excited about that i know you're excited i can't say that i'm as excited as you are because <laughs> you're planning to take over space in my wonderful garage yes. and i just really don't know how this is going to work but um <laughs> but we'll see yeah, it should be cool. Hopefully, hopefully I can hang that thing up without making too much of a mess. But Shire, before we get started on this really great topic today, uh, I would like to take a moment and I want to thank everyone who's left us a five star review on our podcast so far. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I want to encourage those uh, who already have. Be sure to email us um, at our email address, blackmarried debtfree at gmail.com let us know that you got a five-star re- review we want to give you a gift uh and for those who haven't left a review yet if you'd like to receive said gift all you have to do is leave us a five-star review you know we're not asking for much you know but uh it really helps us um to be more visible on all the podcast platforms so thank you thank you thank you Shire, let's get into today's topic you know let's talk about um i think we're gonna have some different conversations yes uh, let's let's it's gonna be kind of like i am excited about the modern marriage versus the traditional marriage you know mm. and you know where do we find ourselves uh specifically when it comes to managing money who's managing the money is it the man's money to manage should the woman be managing the checkbook you know what 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 is happening in mass in the world and then where do me and you fall there you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it Yeah, I think this will be a very interesting conversation. And um, to provide some context, um, I read an article that was titled, Wives, Stop Leaving Money Management to Your Spouse. Mm. And basically, 
Um, this article talked about a study of over 1,800 married men and women. And the study found that nearly half of the women who were mostly millennials, um, they relied on their spouse to make major financial and investment decisions. And there were a few reasons behind this. And one of the reasons that wives cited was that they didn't want to argue. Mm. And then also um, many of them had no idea where to begin. Right. And, you know, because of that, they just thought that their spouse was, you know, inherently better with money. And some of the wives just said, you know what? I don't have time for this. I just want to be taken care of. Got you. <laughs> Got you. And so. Some different dynamics there. Right. Yeah. Well, let's try before we dig further into the, the article, let's, let's, let's make it personal. Okay. So you, a young 21 year old, uh, young lady in school, you get married to a gentleman who's uh, around the same age. What was your thinking around money at that time? Were you thinking, let's divvy up the responsibilities? Were you thinking we we're just going to play it by ear? Well, what was your thought early on in the marriage in regards to money and who's managing it and, and all that stuff? But I think we both were working at that. Were we both working? Yes. Yeah. We, we yeah. were definitely both working. I was still in college and I said, well, I'll marry you, but... I need to be able to go to school. Yes. Because that was that important. Was your, that was your deal breaker. I remember that. Yeah, that was important to me. Yeah. So we both worked and we were very young in our careers. I would even say we had careers. We mm. just had, you know, we had jobs. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I did not, I didn't think much about finances. Yeah. And I was definitely not involved. Right, right. And I think, well, let, let's. By definition, we both worked, right? So, yeah. by definition, that that would be considered a uh, um, more modern marriage. Because if you want to really tap into a traditional marriage, uh, my grandfather and grandmother, you know, my grandmother worked some, but most of her life, he was the one working. More quote, and I'm doing air quotes, so you guys can't see it. More traditional, right? So, with us, we were in a modern setting. So, in that setting, it's hard for me to want to control things if we're both bringing in equal parts right then it's like well we should, we should have there should be some balance in the say over those parts but i think just naturally for us it wasn't that i'm taking it over da, da, da. it was just like how you said you know i just wasn't really heavily involved in the managing of it and i think for me shire i took on not i should be in charge but I took on the role of it's my responsibility. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Like kind of like how I take on responsibility of safety. Right. If someone comes in the house, me, I just, I just, that's just something I have to do. I have to pop up and spring into action, see what's going on. I thought the same thing about money. Like I'm just supposed to be, you know, um, be, you know, be managing it, but I, we had never talked about it. No, we didn't talk yeah, we about it. We never talked about it. But I mean, to me, that feels very like a traditional role. Yeah. And I think that the marriages that you grew up around are very traditional. Very. E even if there is a wife who is working, they're they're still playing a very traditional role, and, yes. and I think they still have a very traditional marriage. And I think that's great. You yeah, know, I think yeah. that's great nice that little hybrid. You, 
then you know many of your relatives are still married mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think that we both have had some great examples in, yeah. in our life of what marriage looked like but at the same time you don't know the inner workings of other folks marriages yes. and so when it came to our marriage we really did not discuss money early on until yeah. we got into a crisis which was years years, which was years later right right so this is interesting to see what, what you know what millennials are are doing now because we could be kind of out you know we got some years in this game you know we didn't kind of figure some things out but it's really cool to go back and look and see well what are people doing that now they're the age we were early on you know and, and what you know what what are their things so that article kind of a, a illuminated some of those yes and i will say that um ma- the millennial um age range mm-hmm. made up most of the um respondents in the survey and i and i'm looking at what the wives are saying and i think they're all very valid yeah i don't want to argue yeah you know like i i understand that i mean yeah. do you understand that i mean absolutely <laughs> it sounds like something usually that I, that you know i hear a lot of the fellas say too <laughs> exactly yeah. and talking about money in relationships can be hard yeah and so there's some avoidance right when it when it comes to talking about finances so that's something that was illuminated yeah um and then then there's some women who just say i just want to be kept basically and what? i yes and <laughs> i think that i fell into that to where it was like i don't can i get this i would say you know can i get this it gives you even though you're working it almost gives you the illusion like you're being kept right yes it's just like can, can I get this? My man got this. It was like, well, really? That's both of y'all's money in that account. <laughs> yes. But yeah, keep going, Shire. Keep going. But so what are the negatives that can come from that, from the avoidance, from, Ooh. you know, yeah, it's basically you're av- avoiding it. Yeah. Well, I, I think of it, I think of marriage like a corporation, right? And so if any uh, a CEO is only as good as his chief financial officer so what does that mean you need many hands make light work so if you leave everything up to one person there's more room for error and what we're going to dig on more on this article but it talks about when someone's gone um you know act of god gone or you know injured or just anything does the other party are they even do they even know what's going on mm-hmm. you know and i think for that reason alone it shouldn't be in the hands of one person because what if for whatever reason we talk about um small business owners and and being the boss bosses delegate bosses are successful bosses have others that know what's going on the way to scale is having others that can do and have the knowledge that you have so I think it's important that both parties are knowledgeable about the finances, know what, you know, where, what money, let, let me, let me say that back, <laughs> know where the accounts are and when they need mm-hmm. to find where the money is, they know where to go and so on and so forth. So I think it's important for both parties to be knowledgeable about the finances to some capacity. Yeah. And I think like for us, I'm definitely involved in the finances, but I think that I think that this is still an area that I can improve on. 
and me too you know me too I'll say, I could say that I could say that um, break down how you think you can improve I'll break down how I think I can improve that's fair I think that the older we get that our finances are becoming a little bit more complex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yes. so it's like okay well he has a 401k I have a 403b yeah. you have a Roth IRA you know so so for me to know your account information I don't know all of your account information yeah. like if I was gone today could you get into my could you get into my in, in, ins and outs no. you'd probably be making a lot of cold calls right listen <laughs> And then also making sure that your spouse is the beneficiary. Yes. On you know if you have accounts through through your work. Yes. Um, so I think that, and then also having um, passwords, and yep. and then also as we are trying to grow our real estate business, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. knowing the addresses of the houses, and you know what's going on with each of the houses. I feel that you have taken a lead role in like communicating with the property manager, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm Mrs. Murray. And if I need to make yes. a phone call and there have been times where I've needed to call yeah, and get some yeah. information. Um, but just knowing like, okay, where the house is, what is the rent? You know what, mm-hmm. you know what, you know, what's going on with, with, with each of the properties, each of our bank accounts, yeah. obviously we have, um, accounts that associated with our business and then we have our personal accounts and there's several of those yeah. and so it can become a, a lot you know yeah. and then and then you pay um well most of our bills are on auto pay right. so that is a good thing too right it takes some of the guesswork out yes. of there like who's going to be paying what this month yes we have a lot of things on auto pay so that's great but also like knowing like how to pay a bill if you right. need to. And, right. and, and while I'm involved, I think that our relationship is, is traditional in many aspects mm-hmm. because those day-to-day bills, if I get an envelope, I'm handing it to you. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I like go. that, you know, it makes me feel, you know, I stick out my chest a little bit about that, you know? So, but I think you're highlighting some excellent point charge. Like it's just a bit beast. It's, to be safe right mm-hmm. it's not to to say i want to be more modern it's, it's not the wife isn't you know coming walking up to her husband and saying show me the money you know it's not it's not nothing uh malicious about it it's just i i want to be in the know because it, it protects the family it protects the family that both two people could do this two people could do that because for whatever reason if someone's not able to do it you don't want the whole again the family's a corporation you don't want the whole corporation to crumble and so mm-hmm. i think that yeah this is this is this is good to have and think of it like that if you're the one who's in charge think about if you're injured or if you're incapacitated and you're not able to to help the family you don't want your family to be unprotected so Everyone or the the necessary party should know how to access this account, how to do this, how to do that. It's just something that I think is very important. And we don't talk about because we always hustling, Shire. Yeah. We always hustling. Like you said, Marcus, you talk to the property manager. I just go, 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 go. And it's like sometimes I try, let me debrief you on what I did. You know, I feel like I I could do that, need to do that, you know, need to be better about that. And, uh, 
after uh, I think our fourth house, I set a spreadsheet and account numbers to this utility company for this house and try to do an Excel kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, go back and update that and thank you and have that somewhere where we both <laughs> could, you know, have it, but we need to do that for everything. That was good. That was a, that was a good idea. Yeah. And that's something that the article, um, did highlight and we are, we're, we're doing certain aspects of that. But like I said, that's something that I want to get better on. And then also one of the things that the article talked about jumping back into that, um, is the fact that women need to protect themselves. I mean, you can think about, mm. you know, the Tyler Perry movie where, um, I'm thinking of what diary of a mad black woman Ooh, yeah. where, you know, the husband was rich and, um, you know, then, you know, suddenly she, he decided, you know, to end the relationship and he put her on the streets and I don't think any of the assets were in her name. Right, right, and, right. Oh Lord, I'm look, look at me. I'm thinking I can Tina Turner, <laughs> Turner and, you know, You're she's in the, the court. worst of the worst, right? you know, I'm thinking the worst of the worst. And, you know, she, I remember her being in court and yeah. the only thing that she left with was her name. Why, her you know what name. I'm saying? And it's just like, as women, you need to know where what the assets are and many times i'm definitely an advocate for having your name on the asset okay Mm -hmm. i want to have my name on it but i know that there are some couples you know say if they're in real estate maybe the wife will have certain things in her name the husband will have some things in his name you know obviously figure out something that works works for you you know but but you want to do it to protect yourself yeah and the more the higher you go the more assets you acquire together the more complex things get. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, you know, while we are advocates of marriage and we want everybody to stay married for a hundred years, the numbers do, you know, we talk about the numbers. And so people should be, people should be fairly protected, you know, because God forbid, you know, something, something were to happen. So, right. So, right. So having transparency in your relationship around the finances um, I think is important. And yeah. then also, you know, uh, statistically women live longer than men facts. And so you want to be able to, to take care of yourself. You, yeah. you need to know. Yeah. Um, so of course, going back to some of those fears, you know, I just want to be kept and mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it and I don't want to cause a problem, but it's just like, you got to put on your big girl. Yeah undies right you know right. <laughs> and have these conversations right right that's that's true shy now what, what do you say to or what would we say i'll, I'll join in and trying to figure out this answer one spouse wants to get more heavily involved wants to know um what's going on and the other's like i got this i got this don't worry about it you know um what 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 would you do if you're that person that's like and, and the article kind of touched on it. Maybe we can go back to that. But, like, how do you address that? How do, how do you present that when you've been living this way for so long? Maybe show them this podcast, right? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I really like how you framed it okay. around, like, I'm doing this for our uh, for financial security. Yeah. So if something were to happen, I would know what to do. Message. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to put your spouse in the defensive. Right. right. And, of course, you want a peaceful and a harmonious relationship, but you're doing life together. And mm-hmm. this is a part of life. Mm-hmm. You know, money, your finances, is not anything that you can avoid. 
All right, Shai, well, let's get jiggy with it. I got to ask you this one. If one, the one spouse that's working says, you know what? I, well, I'm putting in 100% of the work, so I think I should, I think this is something that I should handle uh, with complete autonomy. What? What do you think about that? Does that person have a point? Are they wrong? Uh, or. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Is that is so they get that response? Like, what do you think? Okay, so if the spouse is working, that they should be the ones in charge of the major financial decisions without any input or consideration of their spouse. Okay, so maybe not without any input because I feel like that's like way over the top. But like minimal input or you like why do you need access to these accounts? I you know I'm the one you know making all the money. So well, I what do you think, think about that. Yeah. And I mean, it could go either way, right? The man could be staying home, you know, yeah. maybe helping to rear the children and, yeah. you know, or the woman could be staying home, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, this is a marriage. Yes. You're not single. Right. <laughs> and um, we need to have a larger financial plan. Yes. You know, and, and goal that we're working towards, yeah. you know, I have to agree with that. I mean, I have to agree with that. I, but it could be like the article cites that one person is better or stronger in finance. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that they enjoy and they're good at it. Yeah. And if that's the case, do, do, you, do, you know, like that's what you're supposed to do in a, in a marriage. Like you need to utilize your strengths, yeah. you know, but bring along your, your spouse. You know, yeah. me, I like spreadsheets. You have ideas. I have spreadsheets. Yes, you so make the ideas plain. <laughs> let, let's get this idea into a spreadsheet yeah. so that I can feel comfortable yeah. that we're on the right path. And sure, how many times have I had an idea, you put it on a spreadsheet, and then now we both can see that the numbers don't work. And then we're then I'm able to safely move on right. from that idea. As right. opposed to, I thought it was going to work. You never let me do and this and that and da da da. Right, you it know, it so. don't work, or maybe it does work, and right. it's like, oh, this is looking this better is looking than good. than I expected. Yeah. Um. So but just, I can definitely see that dynamic playing. Like I make the money, so I have the say. Yeah. Maybe you do have more of the say. Right. But can I know what's going right, on? And right. I think that a lot that's of that's more than fair. In that, in the article, was saying that we women, most of them, don't even know what's going on. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. And I think it just comes back to being transparent. It's not anyone having a dominant say over this or you're trying to take take over. It's nothing like that. It's just being transparent so that I know, you know, what you know. And I think that's only fair. Like I said, once again, family is a business, a corporation is a think of it in that respect. You, you know, you have shareholder meetings, you in business everyone knows kind of what's going on what the mission is and i think in a family it's the same thing you know how how can i get behind the vision if you're not letting me in yeah you're not letting me into any of the workings of it so yeah this is dope child this is dope um does the article say anything else yeah so they do outline a few tips that we can discuss more and some of them we've touched on um one of the ideas that um that is provided is that you have some sort of password protected document that has a list of usernames Mm -hmm. and passwords that are connected to your different financial accounts. And so 
not that it has to be on a computer, but it's something to consider yeah. that you have the information in a location um, that you both, you know, agree to. And yeah. it, it's real easy to forget a username and it's real easy to forget a password. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Especially as often as you got to change them nowadays. Exactly. Yeah. And all of the character requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the tips. Message. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's a good one. Um, any uh, others? Yeah. Also, just touching base with your partner. They say weekly, and honestly, I think I think weekly weekly might be a lot. Yeah. If you're just starting this journey, then I you know I can definitely understand more talks of, about money, but you don't you don't want to be talking about money with your spouse every day, all the time. It's gonna every get day. yeah. It's <laughs> not. It's going to get old, yeah. you know, but. Maybe before you meet with your spouse, have a plan of what you hope to accomplish right. before you even come to the table. So that way, when you do meet, it'll be a productive time. Like, what are your questions and what are the things that that you want to to work through? So yeah. definitely touching base, you know, um, and also suggest having a topic. So yes. the topic could be, OK, let's figure out these accounts. Right. Another topic could be let's let's talk about retirement what's yeah. our plan for that yeah. another thing would be let's talk about our investment contributions yeah. i mean are we giving enough are we saving enough are we investing enough right. um and then um let's talk about um life insurance making sure mm. that we have that and yeah. the information for the policy yeah. um let's talk about um long-term care planning um yeah. let's do a will you know there eventually go. yep you gotta go there gotta go there eventually Right. And so obviously that's a lot to cover in one conversation. Yes. Okay. So, um, but just figuring out those times to talk. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And another thing that they suggested is working with a certified financial planner, mm. someone with a fiduciary responsibility to yes. provide you with accurate information yes. um, regarding your finances. And I think working with a pro can definitely help. I love that. Because many times, you know, I can get bullheaded about something that I think I know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and vice, vice versa. versa. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, and so you have a third person there. Of course, that's an investment yeah. because it's not um, cheap to work with a financial planner and you want to find someone that's going to, to suit you and yes. be able to serve your, your needs and, and your interests. Um, but it might help to have a third party there, someone with the knowledge that can help guide yeah. those yeah. conversations and, and those important decisions. Sean, I love this. I love this. I think this is a, something that we should address, you know, you know, semi-annually, you know, topics like this, because I think it's very important. And this is our version of the power couple. Everybody loves to, you know, relationship goals and power couple. We love throwing these words out there, but this is how the donuts are made. This, this is how you create a power couple, or uh, we like to also throw out generational wealth. And this, you know, these conversations are what builds that are the foundation to those things. If you don't have these things handled, it's kind of hard to build this grandiose, uh, thing that, that you aspire to do so I think it's important to to you know go back and do some of these things that we just listed there so sorry, right. that was good That's and good I know we started talking about the traditional marriage mm-hmm. and the modern marriage mm-hmm. 
And really, you know, we just have to focus on our marriage. I like that. And, you know, are you focused on your marriage yep. um, as a listener and, yes. and really figure out what works for you? Yeah. Um, but definitely as this article is, uh, you know, does so well is that it's important for wives to be in the know when it comes yeah. to finances and don't just stay on the sidelines. Yeah. Shout out to that. I say. Amen. I say amen. Amen. That's true. Okay. That's- <laughs> well, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Shy, do you have uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I think you laid out some really good ones. You, you hit you hit us with a nice closer. But anything else? Anything else you want to get out to the people? No, I'm just hoping that everyone will have a great week. Yes. And I hope that we can utilize something that you know we discussed today. And I know that. Uh, Marks and I, we plan to to revisit some of these items yeah. too to make sure that we have you know our finances squared away. It's something that you continually work on. Yes, very true. Well, we want to thank you for checking out another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. This is Marcus Murray, and I'm here with my lovely wife Shira, and we're gonna catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Bye.